Hello and welcome to this another edition of Words from the Word of God and a Ray of Light from the Word. Thank you so much for joining us today. Today's scripture text takes us into the first First Thessalonians chapter five, the first epistle of the Apostle Paul to the believers there in Thessalonica, and the letter to us as well as we are uh, true born again believers. I pray that you are. If you have not received Christ as your Lord and Savior, I say I pray that something would be said here from the Word of God that the Holy Spirit would use to convict your heart and draw you to His cross, that you might receive Him by faith and experience the grace of God and his gospel would come a, become a reality in your heart that you would be saved before it's eternally too late. But as we move forward in the scripture today, the word of God here in verse 17 and 18 gives us some really significant verses uh, for our life as true born-again believers. Now, Paul specifically is talking to born-again believers here in this scripture because as he starts off here in the first verse of chapter 5, he says, But of the times and the seasons, brethren, Ye have no need that I write unto you for yourselves know perfectly that the day of the Lord so cometh as a thief in the night. But he goes on to say down here, uh, they, he says, but verse 7, he says, For they that sleep, sleep in the night, and they that are drunken are drunken in the night. But let us, notice the, the words here, let us who are of the day, be sober, putting on the breastplate of faith and love, and for unhelmet the hope of salvation. For God hath not appointed us. He is including himself in this letter. He has not appointed us unto wrath, but to obtain salvation by our Lord Jesus Christ, who died for us, that whether we wake or sleep, we should live together with him. Now, in the context of Scripture, the Apostle Paul in chapter 4 has just closed out his teaching and instruction on the rapture, the catching out of all true born-again believers when Christ returns to take us home. Now, that is a blessed hope. And as a matter of fact, he closes out chapter 4 with saying, comfort one another with these words. He's teaching us there that our Lord will return and he will call us out of here. We'll be called up to meet him in the air and there we'll be with him forevermore. That is a fact of Scripture, and we don't want to get into that because I know in some realms that is highly controversial. So many do not believe in the, such thing as the rapture or the catching out of believers, but we do, and we have that hope of our salvation, and it is based in Jesus Christ. But we know that Paul, according to the language of the letter here, is speaking to believers. We know that he's speaking to the believers in Thess Thessalonica, and we also also know that the word of God is speaking to you and me today. So as we consider Thanksgiving, yesterday, Thanksgiving, here we sit a day after Thanksgiving. I ask you this question. How many of you yesterday was the only time you've prayed this year? How many of you, uh, that's the only time that you prayed a prayer of Thanksgiving? Many times we want to go to the Lord with a laundry list, a laundry list of needs. And we all are all forever in need of something 
from the Lord. Help in trials and tribulations. Help when things are not going right. Help for financial assistance. Help for uh, diseases, you know, healing from diseases and sicknesses and cancer and so on and so forth. We're always in need, but how many times do we go to him without a laundry list and just go to him in thanksgiving? How many times do we pray a day? How many times, how many people, how many of you, I will ask this question, pray once a week only? How many pray once a month only? You say, well, that I don't believe many people would do that. You'd be surprised. And I'm not being accusatory. I'm just stating fact. The, the thing is, many times our prayer life is lacking. And we wonder why, what can change what's going on around us. And we have the answer in this prayer. But we lack greatly in our prayer life. And that's why Paul is instructing us and the believers in Thessalonica and encouraging them in their walk for the Lord, considering the fact that Christ could return at any time. He is exhorting them. Here in verse 17 and 18, the word of God says, pray without ceasing in everything, verse 18, in everything, give thanks for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Pray without ceasing. Now, the apostle Paul is not, in, you know, as he is encouraging us to pray continually. Naturally, he doesn't mean to be in a state of prayer during every waking moment of our existence. Rather, he is exhorting us that we ought to be in a content, constantly prayerful state and frequently speaking to God in actual dedicated prayer. Even in the midst of trials, believers should recognize, all true born-again believers should recognize the immeasurable value of maintaining constant fellowship with God in the name of Jesus Christ our Lord. Not only that, but Consider yesterday, consider the meal that you had, consider the family and friends that you have, consider the house you were in with all its amenities, the heat, and, and the comfort that you had there. And, and imagine for a second that all of that was gone in a second, in a moment. And you were sitting there, you had no food, you had no family, no friends. You, you didn't even have a home to have a table in. Would you still be thankful? Would you still be thankful in that moment? It's a very harsh question, but it is a question that brings us to the reality of the kind of prayer, the prayer life that we need to have to the Lord. You see, we don't praise him. We don't need to praise him because of the circumstance. We need to praise him in the circumstance. Verse 18, he says, in everything. Notice the word there beginning this verse. In everything, give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning us. In everything. Notice that word, and I, I want to put specific emphasis upon that. In the midst of everything is basically what this verse is saying. 
It doesn't matter what your circumstances. It doesn't matter what trial you're going through. It doesn't matter what sickness, what financial devastation you're suffering. It doesn't matter what the circumstance is. In that circumstance, no matter whether it's good or whether it's bad, in everything that we go through, what should we do? Commanded by the word of God here, give thanks. Because if we only give thanks because of our circumstances, our circumstances control when we give thanks to the Lord. Instead of when we're in the midst of every circumstance giving thanks, when we do that, we allow the one who is in control of the circumstance to have the glory in everything that we do. The Word of God is specific about this all through. You know, the Word of God tells us that um, as we go through that, you know, no matter how difficult and uh, our circumstances may be, we can find reasons to thank God. We can be thankful that all things work together for the good if we belong to Him. Romans 8.28 Romans 8, 28 says, and we know that all things work together for the good of them that love God to them that are called according to his purpose. Not only that, but we can be thankful that God's grace is sufficient to sustain us in every circumstance. That's in 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 9. The apostle Paul, who had a thorn in the flesh, and he had prayed thrice for that thorn to depart. We don't know what his thorn was. We don't know what his sickness was. But he prayed thrice in verse 7. And he said, but this is the answer he received from the Lord. And he said unto me, my grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Most gladly, Paul says, because of that fact, most gladly, therefore, will I rather glory in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Not only so, but we can be thankful that nothing no matter what the circumstance may be, no matter how bad things may be, we can understand and know that nothing can separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Romans chapter 8, verse 37 and through 39. Nay, in all things, we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor debt, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in who? Christ Jesus our Lord. Christ Jesus our Lord. We can be thankful that God even supports us spiritually when trials produce difficulty in our prayer life. We have the Holy Spirit who intercedes for us. Christ intercedes for us through all things. Romans 8.26 says, Likewise, the Spirit, talking about the Holy Spirit, helpeth our infirmities. For we know not what we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit itself maketh intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. 
Oh, folks, it doesn't matter what the circumstance is. It did. It doesn't matter if yesterday you had no food. It doesn't matter yesterday if you didn't celebrate it in bountiful feast like everybody else had. You, if you have Christ in your heart, you have something to be thankful for because not only you don't just have, you may not have the 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 monetary and the momentary things of this life that everybody else has, but you have one thing that that all true born again believers have, and that's the person and presence of Christ in your heart by the power of the Holy Spirit, and then with that comes all the spiritual blessings of heaven. And those are eternal, and they can never be taken away. So what do, what are we taught here today? We are to pray. We're being a continual state of prayer. We can be in a continual heart of prayer. But not only that, but we are to be in a continual heart of thanksgiving, no matter what the circumstance may be. Thank you for joining us today for a ray of light from the Word. And I pray that you would have a great rest of your week and a weekend. And I look so forward to the next time that we can share in a word from the Word of God. God bless.